and I'm here, man. Are y'all ready for the fire talk? Low down on the bridge and uplift the dialogue. Oh, yeah. Listen right along. This is straight off the press. The remix fresh with no prior song. Oh. Supplying y'all with the certified thoughtful. Yeah. To give a piece to the feet, it's time to call blow. Yeah. The raspberry wind is fragrant, and flavorful. Insatiable eardrums taste the radio. Here can't be beat the flash with me. Better leave all your doors and all have the week. What? Positive or motivation to track to see successful guests. Promote a self-mastery. BlockTalkRadio.com slash the remix. Fridays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Support the sister with a great reason. I must insist. Don't miss it this evening. Peace, man. I 
can be selfish most of the time. I be selfish if I can't help myself. I know that I'ma be helpless. Always make the same mistakes. And if love is what you made, I have this tendency to give too many fucks and to gravitate to niggas rolling up, lift them up to the home. But this life I'm building up my own throne. It's your right to love yourself. You have to recognize. Be about it. Pray about it. Do your exercise. Maybe get fly. Be the apple of your eye. Be the sea. Be the light. The sweetness in your life. Be the bark and the bite. The sugar and the spice. Young star. You already know who you are. Oh, yes. Peace and greetings, everyone. I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. A welcome to the remix. I am your host, of course, Miss Blue, the Oracle, and you are live on Planet Remix. I want to say peace and greetings to everyone out there listening, no matter where in the world you're listening from. Peace and greetings to you all. And welcome, welcome, welcome. A welcome on in to Planet Remix. I want to start out by first letting you guys know the Blue Room is open and you are certainly welcome to come on over and join us in the Blue Room. So welcome to you all. Welcome to the Blue Room. Welcome to Planet Remix and you are welcome to come on over. I'm going to give you those cosmic directions so you can find your way on over. And you can also call in if you would like to as well. 515-605-9794 is the number to call. And uh, that's going to get you locked in to the remix. I'm moving around a little bit here, kind of getting some things a little bit together. I want to say welcome to the Blue Room and everyone in the Blue Room. Special thanks definitely to Kalimar. Aha. Special thanks to Kalimar um, for opening up the way. And you guys are hearing a commercial on YouTube. Interesting. Okay, so hold on, hold on. Oh, I see it. I see it. You know what? Mm. Yeah. Well, let let's try this again. Let's try this again. Peace and greetings to everyone. I want to say welcome, 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 welcome to Planet Remix. I am your host, Miss Blue the Oracle, and um, definitely want to welcome you guys. Um, Oh, that's what the commercial was about? I don't, you know. Hey, I don't know. I don't know what to say. But peace and greetings. Someone out there can appreciate it. So peace and greetings, everyone. Welcome on into Planet Remix. I am your host, of course, Miss Blue, the Oracle, and you are live in the remix. I want to make sure that you guys can hear me nice and loud and clear and everything is clear. Uh, The Blue Room is open and lit. Let me say that. It is Sunday night. And the blue room is open and it is lit. I will give you those cosmic directions in just a moment so you can find your way on over. So welcome. Welcome. Call in number 515-605-9794 is the number to call. If you're one of our international listeners and you're out there listening, 
and you want to call in, because I will be talking to you guys tonight uh, to get on the phone lines, you want to dial the U.S. country code and then dial 515-605-9794. And let me say this. What you guys did not hear is that I was over here uh, getting some things together and uh, making sure all systems were a go uh, there. So I'm glad. I do want to let you know to give you those cosmic directions to find your way over to the blue room. Uh, simply go to blue as in the color and then Raz, R-A-S, and then Perry, B-E-R-R-Y, and that's going to get you locked in to the blue room. Now, once you're going there, because you're going to find it on YouTube, that's one of the ways that you can actually find the blue room is simply by um, coming on over to YouTube. And one of the ways that you can listen to the shares and definitely go back and download, 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 and uh, listen to the shares as well. You can also go over to blogtalkradio.com forward slash the remix, all one word, and you can download it there, as well as go over to iTunes for all of your iTunes devices. Simply love it when you guys are downloading on your iTunes devices. So put it on all of your iTunes devices and make sure you subscribe when you're over at iTunes. That way you can always know when something is uploaded, you'll always get um, access to having the remix with you on the go 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can also do this through the Android market as well. And uh, don't forget to connect with us on social media. And all of the details are available in the show notes as well. So one-on-one readings with myself and Brother Bilal. Our contact information is down below. So I trust that you all are doing well. I trust that you are all doing well. I want to give a big shout out to the family here. And uh, I just want to do that kind of, you know, just warming up the mic here a little bit, warming myself up as we dive right in. And uh, I want to give those shots out definitely to the Blue Room. But I want to give a big, big shot out and definitely want to do this. I want to ring the bell for self-invested. Yeah, I want to ring the bell for self-invested. So that goes out to everyone who is self-invested. It went down in class uh, as it always does uh, in the self-invested workshop. So sending love to everyone from myself and Brother Bilal, all of our self-invested families out there. To the Divine Priestess, want to send you amazing sisters. I've been speaking to many of you this weekend. Just send you so much love as well to all the Divine Priestess out there. And then to all of Planet Remix, you amazing, shining, bright stars. I want to send you so much love to all of Planet Remix. So whether you're a long-time listener and you've been listening for a very long time or this is your very first time listening, I just want to welcome you and uh, thank you for being a part of the Soul family here on Planet Remix. Yeah, 
simply could not do it without you. And shouts out to all of you guys in the Blue Room. I see you guys. You're so alive in the Blue Room. Like the Blue Room is always lit. Tonight, we're going to kind of explore, do a little bit of exploratory magic when it comes to 180 degrees of magic and spiritual migraine. Hmm. For those of you who are self-invested, you kind of know, you got a little heads up on that spiritual migraine thing. You sure do. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we're going to dive into that. I want to give some special shots out to all the birthday. Baby Blue, it was her birthday this weekend. Want to shout her out. Send her so much love. And uh, yeah, she's still celebrating and doing homework, by the way. Uh, and also shouts out to Brother Bilal. Want to send him uh, and the family so much love. And shouts out to his daughter, Jasmine. Just such an amazing, powerful young sister. Uh, want to send her love and light as well. <laughs> I'm sure she's listening in and want to send some love out to Jasmine as well. Yeah, sending her love. Shouts out to Dr. Banks as well. And just the, just the whole family, everybody. You know, we'll be here all night just sending love to everyone. But Brother Q, Jerome, Jafar, everyone. So that, all of the brothers. Uh, sending them so much love as well. Sister Manya, Baby Nana, Tiwi, sending them love. Shouts out to Erica for sound check. Chastity as well. Shouting you guys out. Griffin in the blue room. Gas draws in the blue room. Zanali is in the house and says peace and love remix family. And one of my favorite names there, and it is Free Society Beats. And Free Society Beats says, Peace Blue Room. I am sending some beats. Oh, yes, Free Society. I'm going to be so here for it. April Crystal just stepped up in the building. We have Chris Moultrie in the house tonight. We have Miss George is in the building. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And turn living to turn living God one in the house tonight. Erica Sheena in the building tonight. Nisi Knight is in the house tonight. Oh my goodness. And we have Jay Banks TV in the house tonight. Welcome you all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> I want to remind you, if you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, I want you to do that. Do that. Yeah, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And I've seen all the comments from the last show. Oh, oh, it is true and living God. There you go. I got it. True and living God in the building tonight. Shannon Thomas in the house tonight. North Miami. Ashley in the building tonight. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Michelle is in the house tonight. Greetings, Michelle. Tiffany is in the building. Tiffany Innerwear. Innerwear. Innerwear? Innerwear. I think I'm saying you're right. But shout out to you. Reaching Nirvana. I just love saying that. Sarah Leon. Reaching Nirvana. Yeah, yeah. Well, tonight, we're going to see if we can kind of activate some spiritual migraines. A set in Set Nafir Ra 731-1987 in the building tonight. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Oh, I feel like I'm all over the place. But let me say this. For those of you who have secured your spot at the workshop that's coming up for Sisters Only, the live event, the Stardust Magic, I know some of you have received your very magical kits. I know that. I know you have. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Your spirit guides and the ancestors already told me. So it's definitely going to be going down this weekend. It's going to be on the 28th, and I'm still processing because some of you in a little slow motion, but no worries. I'm going to get those kits out to you (laughs) on Monday. Don't worry. You're going to get those kits, and you should have them by the workshop. But I am super excited with the information and the things that we'll be sharing in the workshop with the sisters that's going to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, brothers, don't forget, Brother Bilal is doing the Brothers Only Workshop live event. And that is the Men 72 Tour. And you can email him at BilalTheExperience at gmail.com. To get those details, I know many of the brothers have been signing up for that. That's going to be coming up. So we have a lot of things going on. Going on. Tonight, 180 degrees. Spiritual migraine. A migraine. A migraine. And if you've ever experienced a migraine, a migraine is a severe Reoccurring headache. And usually it's affecting only one side of the head. And it's characterized by a sharp pain. Hmm, things that make you go, hmm. So, what's a spiritual migraine? Well, stay tuned. Because we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then I'm going to talk to you guys. And we're going to be getting into all of that good, good, good stuff right there. (laughs) As we continue here live on Planet Remix, we're going to listen to a little bit of Baby Blue. We need to do that. By the way, Baby Blue will have some music for us soon. But we're going to listen to a little bit of Baby Blue. And then I'll be right back. La 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 the remix Hey, this is Baby Blue and remember if nothing else moves you, life will. Mm, this is so true. Say it with me. If nothing else moves you, life will. If nothing else moves you, life will. If nothing else moves you. Hmm. Life will. Life will. So we're going to listen to these vibes. These are some beautiful cosmic vibes that we're going to be listening to here. Um, Really just to kind of get us in that energy, a little bit of that mixture of a little bit of old school, new school, sort of that new, new kind of mixed together remixology style at its best. 
And uh, then we're going to dive deep into the cipher. So here we go. Welcome to Planet Remix, everyone. Eric, Eric, Eric. I'm a master. Y'all should give me honorary master. Rapper work the green just like the master. That new slave talking like you got a master. Woo Freestyle, freestyle. All the greatest legends behind bars, they really talk. Everything I say is everything I really want. Got it for the free though, if it wasn't what I really bought. Yeah, yeah. Pigeon pose. Pigeon pose. Only way we ever, ever come and tell the show. My copy coat, conquer blood, got me tripping though. Yeah, I got the juice. Woo! See, I'm tripping though. Dollars, 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 Bring the funk back. Funk this back. for my young heads, my real ones, and old blacks. Old this black. for my nasty niggas asking where the hoes at. The hoes? This gonna be the break. We stop and make them do the soul clap. Dollars, hey. Dollars, 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 circulate. Dollars, 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 circulate. Dollars, dollars, circulate. It ain't uncommon to borrow a dollar. Invite me over to eat with your mama. I like the checks with the commas on commas. I want the checks with the commas on commas. It ain't uncommon to borrow a dollar. Invite me over to eat with your mama. I like the checks with the commas on commas. I want the checks with the commas on commas. I need them. Dollar, run me my half or I put a hole in your wallet. Cold case on my waist, you don't want these violas. Bank call said they running out of commas. That's on my mama. I'm steady, mobbing. Post it up till I reach my profit margin. Cash money, nine, nine, and two thousand. Hustle, Lord, don't you hear my stomach growling? Bitch, I'm about it. I'm hungry. So I need them ten the green filling up my plate. Cash on delivery, bitch, I raise the stakes. You wait. What I fucking make Just to pop out and I don't even show my face So yeah To count it all Gonna take about a minute Don't claim the gang hope If you know you're not with it Marijuana sent it Windows pen it Keep it low Cause you know these niggas Can't wait to print it Oh yeah It ain't uncommon To borrow a dollar Invite me over To eat with your mama I like the checks With the commas on commas I want the checks With the commas on commas It ain't uncommon To borrow a dollar Invite me over To eat with your mama I like the checks With the commas on commas I want the checks With the commas on commas Dollars they said we wouldn't have shit. Wouldn't last if it was up to white Jesus. Niggas started to believe it, started bursting and bleeding it. Oh, the lies y'all sold us. 
Oh, this poor love of ours, this gospel we sing, this little shine of mine, I'm gonna let it eat me up, I'm gonna let it kill me, gonna let it fuck me up till I'm leaning, till I'm feeling, till I'm feeling better, wow. I kind of feel better now, cause I got it now, for me, for him, for her, for my grandmama who had to pick cotton, and my granddaddy who got lashed at, then laughed at, who you turned your back on, who you took your turn on for Martha, I'm sorry, I'm kind of violent now, fucking tired now. Don't mean to disturb your peace, just needed a little piece of what you got when I helped you out for Massa. Y'all got me hot now. Not asking for permission, came back to see what's good now. Niggas buying dreams by the pound, only real niggas selling, only real niggas feel your fear. It's nice I've frightened you. It's nice I've inspired you to look, to think, to act like me, little old me. Little old me came back to say, we made it. I sit alone in my four-cornered room, staring at candles. Oh, that shit is on? <laughs> Let me drop some shit like this here. Yeah. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always stressing I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating. And blood starts coming out my nose. It's somebody watching me act. But I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back. I can see him when I'm deep in the covers. When I awake, I don't see the motherfucker. He owns a black hat like I own. A black suit and a cane like my own. Some might say, take a chill, B. But fuck that shit. There's a nigga trying to kill me. I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows. Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window. Investigating a joint for trap. Taking my telephone. Check. I'm staring at the woman on the corner. It's fucked up when your mind's playing tricks on you. I make big money, I drive big cars, everybody know me. It's like I'm a movie star, but late at night, something ain't right. I feel I'm being tailed by the same fuck of headlights. Is it that move that I ran off the block? Or is it that nigga last week that I shot? Or is it the one I beat for $5,000? Thought he had cane, but it was gold, not a flower. He's under my seat, grab my papa for the suckers. Ain't no use in the line, I was scared of a motherfucker. Put the left in the Popeyes and better die quick. If it's going down, let's get this shit over with. Here they come, just like I figured. I got my hand on the motherfucking trigger. When I saw make your ass start giggling. Three blind crippling crazy senior theaters. I live by the swall. I take my boys everywhere I go because I'm paranoid. I keep looking over my shoulder, peeping around home. My mind is playing tricks on me. By day it's more impossible to cope. I feel like I'm the one that's doing dope. Can't keep a steady hand because I'm nervous. Every Sunday morning I'm in service, praying for forgiveness. And try to 
find an exit out for business. I know the Lord is looking at me, but yet he still is hard for me to feel happy. I often drift when I drive, having fatal thoughts of suicide. Bang and get it over with. And then I worry free, but that's bullshit. I got a little boy to look after. And if I die, then my child will be a bastard. I had a woman down with me. But to me, it seems like she was down to get me. She helped me out in this shit. But to me, she was just another bitch. Now she's back with her mother. Now I'm realizing that I love her. Now I'm feeling lonely. My mind is playing tricks on me. This year, Halloween fell on a weekend. Me and Ghetto was a trick-or-treating. Robbing little kids for bags. Till an old man got behind our ass. So we speeded up the pace. Took a look back, and he was right before our face. He'd be in for a squabble, no doubt. So I swung and hit the nigga in his mouth. He was going down, we figured. But this wasn't no ordinary nigga. He stood about six or seven feet. Now that's the nigga I be seeing in my sleep. So we triple teamed on him. Dropping them motherfucking bees on him. The more I swung, the more blood flew. Then he disappeared and my boys disappeared too. Then I felt just like a fiend. It wasn't even close to Halloween. It was dark as fuck on the street. My hands were all bloody from punching on the concrete. God damn, homie. My mind is playing tricks on me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the Ghetto Boys. And my mind is playing tricks on me. And before that, that was Rhapsody and Loki with Oprah. Wow. We're going to be diving into 180 degrees of magic, spiritual migraine. Now, here's the tripped out thing. Both of those songs, the Sister Rhapsody and Loki or Leaky made that song and it came out this year. It came out this year, 2019. The Ghetto Boys. And my mind is playing tricks on me, was released in 1991, more than 28 years between the two. And if you notice, both of those songs had sort of this connection. It had a familiar theme running through both of them that had to do with the state of the mind, the state of consciousness, the state of awareness, not only for themselves, but for the culture. And here we are, 28 years later. Are we still really singing, rapping about the same Things. Is our minds still able to play tricks on us? 
I want you to kind of ponder that thought. Flirt with that thought just a little bit. 180 degrees of magic. Spiritual migraine. I want you to think about this. A spiritual migraine is that reoccurring headache. That reoccurring headache that keeps happening because you have realized you are not as trapped as you thought you were. You are not as trapped as you thought you were. We are getting ready to experience a spiritual migraine. And that's real talk. (laughs) That is absolutely real talk. So you better go ahead and put your big girl panties on, put your big boy drawers on, you know, get them boots together, whatever you got to do, close the door, because we are getting ready to experience a spiritual migraine. 180 degrees of magic. That actually puts us on the other side of what we have been working on for the past 10 years. So think about it. 180 degrees is half of 360 degrees. (laughs) And one of the things that I want to tell you is we have to leave the woo-woo. We have to leave the woo-woo and start to ground ourselves. We really have got to start grounding ourselves. And one of the first places that we'll start grounding ourselves with is with the PSA. We got to do that. We got to be responsible while growing up on planet Earth. to get fully plugged into the cipher. And so I want us to be responsible while knowing our magic and growing up on planet Earth. So if you have any minors around or anyone who may be a little sensitive to a little bit of language and certain content, this will be the great time for you to go grab some headsets and get plugged in like the rest of us. Put the babies to sleep, let the dogs out, 
let the cats run free (laughs) as we get ready to dive into the cipher we cover so much content and information here tools and things that you can begin to use but we do it with a lot of adult content so let's be responsible while knowing our magic on Planet Remix. Simply, there's no other way. <laughs> so, so, enjoy the cipher. Enjoy the share. And keep knowing your magic. And be responsible while growing up on Planet Remix. Oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're plugged in. We're plugged into the cipher. Fully oh, plugged in. Yeah. We are fully plugged into the cipher. Fully, fully plugged into the cipher. And I want to say that again and, and, and really, really kind of give it to you because we have spoke on spirit guides. We've talked about that. But really, it is time that we have to leave the woo-woo. And we have to start grounding ourselves. We've spoke on our spirit guides, talked about feng shui, talked about chakras, talked about astrology and astronomy. And so we need to work on the foundation. We need to talk about some things we need to talk about (laughs) things we need to talk about fashion and art and we need to learn about marketing and understand those principles about how to make a statement a fashion statement and let me tell you why and you'll see how these things begin to come together. One of my very first loves is fashion. It's fashion, it's art, it's interior design. That's what I have my first degree in before my business is fashion merchandising and interior design. It is so important that we begin to work on these foundational things. It's also one of the reasons why we are having this workshop. And I remember my very first love with fashion. And many of you have this love with fashion, and fashion is something that has captivated the world since the beginning of time. And so all of these amazing fashion houses that we have all over the world is so powerful. 
it's so powerful when you understand about textiles and you understand about clothing and you understand about craftsmanship. So when you want to start talking about 180 degrees of magic, let's start there. I remember when I first got ready to leave to go to school to learn about fashion and to learn about clothes. I've been always intrigued by colors and about putting things together, that sort of uniqueness of understanding that. And how that really just changed everything. Starting with me. Starting with me. Starting with my clothes. Starting with understanding these designers and how they think. And the most fascinating thing was the colors. The colors, as they sort of kind of emerged themselves and integrated themselves into the fabric and the textiles and the different material from cotton to linen and to silks, and how vibrant those colors would come through. I remember when my mother would wear these very, very bright colored dresses, and I would just always want her to put me in those different color clothings. So now you understand why the chakra colors appear to me so much. That was my first love coming into consciousness was to get into energy and everything that has to do with colors because the chakras are all about those spinning wheels of light and vibrations and frequencies which deal with the colors and the energy. And it was the colors that drew me in. And fashion, fashion is a living spiritual board of chakras. And when we start to think about some of the top designers in the world, it is the whole sort of conglomerate of things coming together. For many of you who work into this industry, you know, I would say for me, I would have looked at my life and I would have thought at this point that I would be somewhere working for Saks or Neiman's or being a buyer for Macy's or some of these top houses or working for Givenchy, you know, or maybe being sort of that apprentice student who had the opportunity to study under Ashe Carl Lagerfeld and travel the world and attend all of these fashion shows and fashion weeks because I was really, really setting my sights high for being a buyer. That was my goal, to get to the level to be a buyer. So I would be the one to set the trends, to set the colors, you know, to be, you know, um, in Mademoiselle magazine calling the shots for what was going to be next or the hottest thing for the season. Or getting the opportunity to work with some of the things of Dapper Dan 
You know, it's funny because life often laughs at our plans. (laughs) You know, God laughs as we plan. This is so true. This is absolutely true. Hmm. There's no other place. Take it from me in my heart that I'd rather be than Planet Remix. But that was some of my first love with fashion. And then once I got into becoming a makeup artist and studying the works of the great, late Kevin Icon who was an amazing makeup artist before we had social media to the level it was. He was able to take these components and be able to do these things that are, oh my goodness, amazing. But I I want you to understand that Me being here at Planet Remix and thinking about some of those plans I had, this this is not my fallback. (laughs) This is really my fall forward because I'm truly at 180 degrees of where I pictured myself. Truly at that place. This is where it is. Working and knowing you. This is my heart's work. This is my soul work. Now, all of those jobs that I had from interior designer to makeup artist to being a buyer uh, to fashion designer, those jobs, those other jobs have satisfied my perception of who I thought I was. the perception of who I thought I was. And I'll tell you something, I absolutely no longer want to live in someone else's perception. I want to be the real me. I have no desire whatsoever. Absolutely. <laughs> To live the Pinocchio story. None. I want to be real. (laughs) I want to be real. And I'm sure you do too. 100%. Yeah. But yeah. If I look back. When I look back over my life. And I, I think about. All of those things. The more I lived into the perception, it really was the more 
I started to develop migraines. I started to get blinding migraines. And I got sick of living someone else's dream. I got sick of the bad headache about not being me. I got sick of it. Yeah. Now, (laughs) we are at the dawn of a spiritual migraine. We are having a spiritual awakening. Whether you know it or not. And and, and I don't say that in a very facetious way. We, we really are at the dawn of a spiritual migraine. We're having a spiritual awakening. Whether you can tell it's going on or not, it is taking place on the inside. It's happening on the inside. So, I want to tell you guys a story really quick. You know how I can be with my stories. But I I want to share this. I want to share this. I was working at Neiman Marcus. And I was working at Neiman Marcus, and um, it was a job in fashion because, again, those of you who worked in or work in this environment or any of um, these professional environment, just like business environments that I work in, you know, you, you sit down and you begin to start charting what we call charting your career. You start charting it. And basically, when you begin to start charting your career, it's kind of like where you want to start, where you want to move to, and where you want to end up. So this is my time that I actually lived in North Carolina. I lived in North Carolina. At the time, my parents had a house there. I have lots of families that are there. And uh, at this particular time, we were living uh, in North Carolina for a short period of time. And I was kind of a little undecided because we had just moved there of what direction um, professionally I wanted to take in my career. Did I want to go more towards interior design? Did I want to go more towards business or did I want to go back into retail or fashion? You know, how did I see myself? Where did I want to go? At the time, our son was very young. My son was very young and I, I felt like it was sort of that break that I would get that I would begin to be able to be a little bit more of a mother and to be a little bit more hands-on and be able to be there with my son. Like it was a, it was a great fantasy, but the fantasy got over pretty quick because we had bills to pay. 
<laughs> and there was this school that I really wanted my son to attend. There was a summer camp that I wanted him to attend. And there were things that I really wanted him to be able to experience. And at the time, we could not afford to take it out the family's budget to be able to do those things for him. So I sort of put that call out into the universe, even though I didn't really fully understood what that meant at that time. But I've always known about how powerful my thoughts were and things were there. And literally, when I was trying to make this decision on what was I going to do, was I going to take a job just for money, just so I can have the money to help the family out? Um, was I going to take a job that was just going to consume every ounce of everything that I had? Or was I going to try to work and spend more family time? be with my son, be closer to family. Um, and I was getting a lot of headaches, a lot of migraines, <laughs> a lot of headaches. And one day, me and my sister was in the mall. And while we were in the mall, real story, we were in the food court. This lady comes up to me and she taps me on the shoulder and she says, let me ask you a question. Do you have any retail experience? And I looked at her and I kind of laughed. I said, yeah, I do. She said, do you have any retail management experience? I said, yeah, I do. She said, well, we're looking for a manager. And I think you would be perfect. I said, oh, really? <laughs> she said, yeah, really? She said, why don't you do this? Why don't you follow me back down to the store? I'll give you one of our um, applications. You can think about it. I'll introduce you to our manager at the time because she's, she's going to be here, but we need another manager to, to work side by side with her. And I think you would be perfect. She said, I'm one of the assistant managers, but I think you'll be perfect. So I followed her back down to the store. I go inside. The manager comes out. Her name was Susan. And she talks to me for a minute. She says, hi, do you have any... Retail management experience? I said, yes. Also have a degree in fashion merchandising and interior design. These are the places I've worked for before. These are some of the jobs I've done before, but I'm not 100%. I'm just moving here. I don't know if I'm going to work or not. She says, well, here's the application. I think you would be perfect for this position. I thought it out, I talked it over, the hours would be good, but, you know, anytime you're talking about retail, anything like holidays, Thanksgiving, 4th of July, you know, these are all working retail days. These are not days that you get the opportunity to be off, but it was something, it was good enough, the hours, they pretty much let me tailored my hours so I could go in there and I could work. I thought it would be a great opportunity. I love clothes. I love fashion. I love accessories. So I thought it would be perfect, a, a perfect opportunity for me to go work for them and to be able to get a discount on clothes, right? Number one, that's always a perk. And number two, make a little bit of money 
and call it a day. So I did. I took the job. Now, for me, we carried, it was a small little boutique, but it catered to those who love fashion. So all of the designer clothes and fashions, everything that you would find in your Neiman's, in your Saks, and your very exclusive shops, you found this inside of the store. And so one day I decided that I was going to change everything around in the store because I love organizing that feng shui thing. That's just embedded in my bones. I've always loved it. I like things to be nice and coordinated. And I'm in there and I'm just doing all of my little stuff. And this lady comes up to me. And she says, excuse me. She says, I have to get ready to go to a function with my husband. And I was wondering if you could help me pick out an outfit. And I said, sure. I'm thinking in my mind, I really want to get back to this floor. (laughs) Because I loved it. I love displays. I love the mannequins. I love to dress the mannequins up. I love to coordinate the colors to make it just make an impact. That All that feng shui stuff, I rechanged the whole floor because I worked the whole weekend. So I had my staff, had my crew there, and we're working the floor. But this lady sees the employees, and she comes to me. Now, in our store, we had personal black books. And when you had a client, we had all the clients. If you live in the RTP area of North Carolina, you know Shirley Caesar's church is there. She would come in and buy outfits for herself and for her choir. And this is all the who's who's of who's who's would come there. Also in Durham, North Carolina, it was the famous Rice House that Elizabeth Taylor and many other women who would come from Europe and all over, they would go inside this famous Rice House. And if they needed to lose like 50 pounds in two weeks, real talk, they would go to this famous rice house, lose all the weight, come into our store and buy these elaborate gowns and clothing, fly back off to Europe and call it a day. So our clientele were not everyday people. It was it was more sort of kind of upscale kind of women, and the prices were out the yang, you know. And at that time, that was really kind of out of my budget. You guys may have heard me talk about the famous Connie Chung jacket when Connie Chung used to be on the news. We had that jacket in our store. I think it was like six, $700 then. I wanted that jacket so bad, but even with my manager's discount, family day discount, and all the discount, it took a little bit of saving up to get that Connie Chung jacket. But I want to kind of give you sort of the flair for the different things that are there and the different people who would come in. So I have this woman and she's stopping me in the middle because I am taking pure joy of decorating and putting the clothes there. Once I became the manager there on Sunday afternoons, we would have private fashion shows where I would have the sales associates 
wear the clothes and the women would come in, we would shut the store down and they would model the clothes for them and they would tell them, I'll take that, I'll take this, I'll take that. They would tell me what size they are and I would bring models in to model clothes while they sat there and drank coffee and ate crumpets and say, that looks beautiful, I want that one. That looks good, I want that. And can I see her in this dress and everything? It was so innovative and I really had the ability to do what I wanted because one of the owners who also owned the business, which was Mr. Rabinowich, he gave me that freedom coming in to just explore my creativity after I solely totally disregarded their floor plan for how every store was supposed to be set up. I went in there and did something completely different and didn't even realize that I sort of broke the rules. But once they seen it, I began to start training the other managers on how to be creative with the floor plans. So anyway, I want to go back to this lady. So she's looking for this outfit, but I noticed that her face is very tight. Let me tell you what I mean when someone has a face that's tight. Her face looked like she was stuck on surprise. <laughs> you know how somebody, you say surprise and how they face just, and it gets stuck. It's just stuck right there. She was stuck on surprise as if she had had a facelift to fix her face, to force her mouth in a smile position. Now, I didn't have any awareness at that time about Botox and all these other fillers and facelifts. Like, you know, that that wasn't something that was even in, in my genre of understanding. But her face was stuck on surprise. And I could feel inside my gut that there was something else. Like, what was happening? Something was going on underneath the stuck on surprise look that she was giving me every time I would ask her a question. I said, so what about this dress? I think this would be a nice dress to show up with your husband at that function. And she would look at me and she would go, yes, yes, that is beautiful. I'll try that on. And I kept saying, she just looks like she's stuck on surprise. Dun, 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 dun. She was stuck. So anyway, I picked out some clothes for her, took it to the dressing room. She went in the dressing room and she came out. And I said, oh, that dress looks so beautiful on you. I said, wow, your husband is really going to love this dress. It is gorgeous. I said, come out. She was like, no, I don't want to come out. Uh, that that That's fine. This is a possibility. I said, well, try on the next dress. So we went through maybe about 10 or 12 dresses. And meanwhile, because I'm the store, one of the store managers, um, some of the other ladies working with me kept coming over saying, Blue, do you want me? You want me to go ahead and take over so you can do do your thing? And she kept saying, no, 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 no. I want you to help me. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like changes. 
I don't, I don't, I don't like different people. And, you know, not to mention, I've heard all these horror stories about, you know, because these are very affluent people who had political, social money, power, you know, respect in the community, upright, you know, all of the hoopla. Thank God I wasn't from there and I didn't really know who they were. So I wasn't a respecter of any of that because I didn't know them. I didn't know who they were. So long story short, we finally settled on a dress. And she comes out and she looks in the mirror and she says, what do you think? I said, well, what do you think? She said, well, I think it looks nice. I feel comfortable in the dress. Um, And I'm going to go to this function with my husband. And I said, okay. I said, I think the dress looks beautiful on you too. I said, you can take your hair, you know, you can pull it back. You know, I was giving her just some things, you know, just some tips. And you would think that someone who was in this position, her husband was some big physician at Duke University, the medical center there, the hospital, that she would be used to going to these functions and kind of know the protocol and kind of know what she wanted to wear and sort of what looked good on her, but she was clueless. And I found that to be a little odd. So she comes out the dressing room and she says, well, what else do I need to wear with this? I said, well, you're going to need shoes, you're going to need accessories, and a nice bag. And she says, oh. I said, do you want some coffee? You want some tea, some coffee? So I had one of the ladies make her some coffees, and we had a little sitting area. We sat down while I was getting all of her information, and we started to talk. And then she finally shared the story that she had been married for over 45 years. And yet, her husband had never really took her to any of his functions. And she felt low-key. He was ashamed of her um, because of her education, where she came from, and her background. And so this was their very first time going to this event. And that was kind of a well. And just to take the mystery out of this, this was um, white people. Yeah, these were these were Anglo-Saxons, Caucasian. These were white people. And she said to me, she thanked me. She thanked me for helping her that day. And I made some suggestions on the shoes. She purchased some of the accessories I gave her, as well as the purse she had. And she left. She left. And about two weeks later, she comes back in the store, and she didn't got her hair cut. (laughs) She got on her Coco Chanel glasses. (laughs) She got her purse on. And she is over the hill. And she told me, I'm buying a whole new wardrobe. You changed my life. And I want clothes that really help to show the personality of who I am. 
another sister girl who came in. Same thing. She had been working in corporate America for maybe 15, 20 years, had recently been married, found out her marriage was in trouble due to both of them sort of being too engulfed in what they were doing. And she was devastating and needed a way to change her life, save her marriage, save her sanity, uh, and to discover and find out who she was. And that job, that job which I thought was about working in retail, change me in a sense because I understood that clothes was doing so much more and a lot about what I thought clothes was. But I will also say this. I've seen so many women that came and men because men would come in to buy things for their girlfriends, their daughters, their wives, their nieces, their mothers. And one thing I could tell you that was consistent is this was not something I could say was only happening to a particular skin color of people. I could tell you guys some stories that literally would make your head pop. And that was coming from white, black, brown, yellow, whatever color skin. This color of our skin has really corrupted humanity because the truth of the matter is we are all people dealing with the same issue. And that was the work, the job I was doing at that time that helped me to understand that we all are dealing with the same thing. So it didn't matter what the color of their skin was, their social class or not, they were dealing with the same issue. And clothes, clothing, something as simple as clothes and makeup (laughs) and hair changed everything. Absolutely everything changed. Everything. So I went from helping these ladies to dress, (laughs) to helping them with accessories along with me and my best friend, to even helping them with their makeup, suggestions on how to wear their hair, (laughs) and really sort of being a fashion consultant. And it didn't matter where they lived. I've done this all over the world. And I've seen this even when I lived in Europe. I was a makeup artist in Europe. I got a chance to go to some of the fashion shows. Talk about fashion week. You know, and all of this. Dealing with the same thing. We are all people dealing with the same issue. For sure. For sure. 
And we live in a society now where we have been challenged with what we feel on the inside. And suddenly what we're feeling on the inside is supposed to not matter, but that is what it's supposed to be about. And now everybody wants to look the same. And we're not going to these places of buying clothes to express how we feel on the inside. We're going to get plastic surgery so we can look like someone else on the outside. The spiritual migraines are happening because we are admiring body goals, face goals, you know, hair goals of others. And we're wanting people to make us be something that we're not. I was taught as a makeup artist, and those of you, because I know we have some amazing makeup artists that are here a part of Planet Remix, I was taught that makeup was supposed to enhance what you have, not transform you into something you are not. I'm just saying, I see so many beautiful sisters that are now all starting to look like the Stepford wives, same booty, same breasts, same waist, same face, same hair, (laughs) you know? They're looking all the same. Exactly. And we are killing ourselves. I was actually speaking to uh, a a sister girl, um, and I'll I'll just keep keep her there. I'll just keep her there for now because when she's ready, she she is going to speak to us. But she's a plastic surgeon, and she's making it her business to warn people about these drastic changes. You see, because brothers need brothers need us. They need us to be who we are. If you look around, you know, our brothers are turning into rats. All they're doing is ratting each other out. That's it. The brothers is turning into rats. And and, and I don't know what we're turning in. We're, we're turning into the Stepford wives, you know? <laughs> you know? I think about, there was an Asian man, there was a story that happened not too long ago where this man married this woman and then he found out that she had all this plastic surgery and he sued her because they had a baby and he's trying to figure out why our child look like this but you look like that. And 
I will put this out there. Everyone gets to do what they need to do to make themselves feel beautiful. That is not my call to to say what you should or shouldn't do for you. But we really need to learn how to love ourselves in a world of filters, in a world of alteration. I thought only clothes were supposed to be alterated. In a world of so much alteration, it's a lot. It's a lot. But meanwhile, sisters, we, we, we've got to help these brothers. They are turning into rats. They are telling on each other. I cannot believe, oh, oh, it hurt my heart today when I found out about what's the brother from the, from the show. Let me see. I got to pull this up. Like I'm, I'm Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp stepped down because of sexual assault allegations? Are you kidding me, Shannon? How is this happening? How is this happening? Antonio Brown ratted him out and so many others. Now, I, I listen, I don't want to fight with anybody. I don't want to fight with anybody. Yes, Shannon Sharp. He went ahead and stepped down. Six nine done told on everybody, but y'all knew he was gonna tell on everybody. His damn name is six nine. Of course, he was going to tell on everybody. So what is ratting? For our listeners who may be outside of America, that maybe that's not a term that you guys use. Ratting. You know, I think about Malik Yoba. Man, they just dragging him up and down these cosmic streets. And Malik went on the Breakfast Club and started naming Eddie Murphy and 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 LL Cool J and he started just ratting people out. So ratting. Let me let me give you an example of what ratting is. Ratting is you, your brother, and your sister are all playing together. Y'all are running around in the living room. And all of a sudden, your little brother falls on the table and breaks the lamp. Your mama comes in the room and says, uh, 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 who broke the lamp? Now, instead of him saying, I broke the lamp, I broke it. I broke the lamp. I broke it. I, it was me, mama. I did it. You can see me. I did it. He starts saying, well, well, reaching Nirvana pushed me. 
And Brittany and Brittany kicked me. <laughs> and Levon Levon threw her shoe at me. And Kevin tripped me. <laughs> Still not answering the question. Because the question was, who broke the lamp? <laughs> That's how that is. Mhm. Mhm. So now, how is it that we are going into the year of the rat in the Chinese astrology? And all this ratting is going on. You 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 can't make this stuff up. You can't. You have to take responsibility for your own actions. Dot com. <laughs> dot com that should be a website take responsibility for your own action dot com just like there's a real website that says are you more than tired if you are more than tired go to more than tired dot com and get some help if you feel like you want to be a rat go to more than rat dot com and get some help. So we are in the year of going into the Chinese astrology of ratting and all this ratting is going. I, I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. Like I, I, I really have to kind of go into the records a little bit on, on the Shannon Sharp thing because he stepped down. Now, hold on. I will say this. They done threw Jim Jones into the pot. Like, it's a whole bunch of people. I don't know. I can't keep up with you, brothers. It's a lot going on. I am not in favor of anyone taking advantage of a sister, of a brother, of a child, doing anything to anyone against their own free will. Like, I am... So not about that life. And if you've ever been in a position where you've had a man sort of aggressively or maybe not even aggressively, you know, but just put you in a mental state where you're being taken advantage of and these things are happening, this isn't cool at all. So I'm not promoting that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Skip. Skip. Come on, skip. We ain't going to hear that no more. They done made Shannon step down. Let me find out you brothers around here got to take it. Y'all got to take it? Okay, so we're going to, I digress, we're going to open up the phone lines. Let me check, and I can see what is causing your spiritual migraine. What is causing it? (laughs) What is causing your spiritual migraine? Yeah. And then Tashia says, Shannon Sharp 
has not stepped down. Oh, he didn't step down? Okay, Tashia Davis says she got the scoop. You got the scoop? He didn't step down? Okay. All right. Maybe you know more than I know. He said he ain't stepped down. <laughs> well, in the words of my brother Drake, we gon' see. <laughs> we gon' see. <laughs> Because the brothers is out of control. Sisters, they need us. Please stop altering yourself. Stop altering yourself. <laughs> Let me go to the phone lines. 515-515-605-9794 is the number to call. Press 1 once you get on the phone lines to let me know. That you would love for me to check. Let's see where those spiritual migraines are happening. Yeah, I, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm a little beside myself with this Shannon Sharp stuff. I really want to know what's really going on. But I digress. I digress. So, let's go. Let's go. We're gonna go to <laughs> gonna go to the phone line. Let's go to the caller calling in from area code eight five seven nine. Eight five seven nine, you are live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are. <laughs> Yay, it's Nadra Miss Hey Nadra. Oh my hey. goodness. <laughs> it's Nadra in the building. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Peace, you guys. Peace, Miss Blue. I just pressed. I'm like, yay. <laughs> Look, I just jumped around. So um, for sure, you must have a spiritual migraine that is happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Mm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure, for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went off today in the house, so I'm ready to hear it, Miss Blue. Um, <laughs> Please and thank you. This this is what I'm gonna do. You know, um, in in cases like this, I don't want y'all to think I'm being way too nosy, but I am. In cases <laughs> like this, we're gonna use the Kim deck. I'm not nosy, but I am curious. We're gonna use the Kim mm-hmm. deck. And we're going to let the Kim deck guide us. I want you to tell me, uh, um, I want you to say stop when you want me to stop shuffling uh, the cards, right. the oracle. Yeah, just, just, just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Stop. Okay. All right, now. We're going to stop. We're going to see. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. So the card that came up for you is the crown chakra. It is card number 44 in the Kim deck. Thought, Mm. spiritual movement, and receiving. Thought, spiritual movement, and receiving. And this energy has to do with all of the things that happen between people who love themselves and the nighttime. Mm. In the nighttime. So, you know, the night realm really belongs to the feminine principle. 
Yeah. Because this is where the dreams are. This is where ancient mystery mm. is. It's about what's happening in the subconscious mind. So often late at night, you know how they say the freaks come out at night? Well, it's not really yes. the freaks coming out at night. It is the subconscious mm-hmm. mind comes alive at night. So tell us your spiritual migraine. What's going on? My spiritual migraine. Well, hmm. Okay, so I, I get a lot of dreams. <laughs> I get a lot of vivid dreams. Well, um, hold on. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. You said that you just went off in the house. Oh, yes. About- mm-hmm. <laughs> so what is going on? I'm going to tell you what the spiritual migraine is. Because what's causing your spiritual migraine for you is simple. It has to do with relationships and it also is about you not able to see your personal path in life clear. Mm. I hear you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. Relationship <laughs> and not seeing my and relationship. Yeah, in the relationship, not being able to see that very clear. This is mm-hmm. the cause of your spiritual migraine. I could, yeah. Mhm. <laughs> yes. Mhm. I've been putting out a lot. (laughs) Your relationship is the distraction that distracts you of not knowing where you are, not knowing where you are, yeah, on your path and what direction you want to move in. You got to get some clarity. I want you to think about a night sky where the stars and the moon you can see it there because this represents your intuition and your inner magic. Mm. You got to have the tough conversation with your mate, whatever you choose to call mm. your spouse, your yeah. man. You got to sit him down and you've got to have the tough fucking conversation. Mm. Ask the questions that are burning inside. Ask the question that you already know the answer to so you can see your path clear. All right. (sighs) Big girl panties. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You already know the answer. Mm. You know. And then it'll be up to you to decide where to go from there. All right. I hear you. (laughs) Yeah. I do. Yeah. Well, I know you're coming to work. I am. (laughs) And I know you got your magical kit, so we will do that as well. That's going to bring a lot of 
party to you too. But that's what you need to do. That's what's causing your spiritual migraine. That's it. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Mhm. On point. Yes. Mhm. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. I love you. Peace and love. Hold on. I love you too, Miss Blue. Yes. <laughs> oh wow. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Let's go to the next caller. Three one seven two. Three one seven two. You're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hey, Miss Blue. This is Desiree from Virginia. How are you? I am wonderful, Desiree. How are you? I am doing just fine. Um, well, I'm 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 pregnant now. I'm about. Oh, I think congratulations! Oh, thank you, thank you. I was not <gasps> expecting this. I was like, oh. wait a minute, hold up. Who's pregnant? Mm-hmm. Not me. Mm-hmm. Um, that always amazes me when grown people are surprised that they're pregnant. I know, because <laughs> it's like, girl, you know what you was doing that night. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. I pulled the card for you in the card that came up. That mm-hmm. is going to lead us into what is causing your spiritual migraine. It has to do with, number one, knowing your magic. Knowing mm-hmm. your magic. Card number one, kindness, magic, and consideration. Let me explain to you, Desiree, what mm-hmm. that means. What that means. Hmm. Number one, your spiritual migraine is being caused by you hmm, feeling guilty. Oh, girl, tell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're feeling guilty about something that you 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 know. You should be punished for. And this is causing you to not be sure where you're at. Because there's a part of you that wants to punish yourself for it. And as a result of it, you've stepped out of the place of being kind. You've stepped out of the place of being considerate and you've stepped out of the place of knowing your magic for yourself. But here's the deal. Everything is going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've definitely been, and it's so funny. I, um, I do a, uh, I just did a um a little a little workshop on Saturday and I was talking about building healthy uh boundaries and dealing with shame and guilt and I know shame and guilt has been something that's been coming up for me for for the past few months really and I've been trying to work through that and you know let myself know that whatever happened in the past happened in the past you know let go of my regrets and everything or let go of feeling like um 
I didn't do enough or I, I didn't show up enough or feeling bad for feeling like, okay, I need to step away for a moment. And so I'm still, and in that, I, I do feel like I punished myself. Like I deserve a bit of punishment. And I think that's when I, I hate, I don't want to say I go in self-sabotage because I'm trying to change my language, but I feel like I, I give that to myself when I don't need to. And I think it really blocks me from seeing the, the good in life, I guess you could say. And also, of course. Uh-huh. Of course. But here's the thing. If you was supposed to be found out for what you did, that would have mm-hmm. happened. That's not the point. You talking to Miss Blue now, mm-hmm. and I know you know that. Yeah. So we don't have to pretend. Everything is going to be fine. And I'm going to make sure because of that baby that I will cover you. You're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Right now, there is a new life on the way to the planet. And I want you to begin to start talking to your baby. And I know what the baby is, but that's what I want you to do. I want you to focus on that baby. You're covered. All right? Okay. Okay. I love you. I love you too. Thank you so much, Miss Blue. You're welcome, sweetie. Hold the line. All right. <laughs> All right. We're going to go to the next caller calling in from area code 2817. 2817, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Miss Blue, hi. Hi, greetings. Who's on the line, please? Hi, my name is Jasmine and I'm from Texas. Okay, greetings to you, Jasmine from Texas. How are you doing? Jasmine, I am wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I got through. Okay. This is your first time calling in, Jasmine? (laughs) Yes, this is my first time. Okay. Well, beautiful. What part of Texas are you in? Um, I'm in Houston. Okay. H-Town. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Mm. All right. So you're calling in to find out what is at the root of your spiritual migraine? Yes, ma'am, I am. All right. Well, what came up for you? But before I get to that, I want you to talk a little bit. Yeah. Let's talk about what's really going on. Well, um, I guess what I wanted to talk about really was my career path um, at the moment. And so I just feel like I'm in between, like, careers, and I'm trying to figure out, like, if I should stay in the career that I'm in, like, because I really <laughs> want to be a teacher, and mm-hmm. that's pretty much, like, my thing right now, but it, it's, like, something's holding me back, so it's just really hard. Mm-hmm. You really want to be a teacher? You want to teach children? Yes, I want to do um, elementary school. Mhm. And you feel like something's holding you back from becoming a teacher. 
Yeah, I mean, I know exactly what it is, but um, what is I just it? feel like it's what not working it? out. What is well, it, Jasmine? It's like, well, it's really just I'm trying to like get my credentials and everything, so. Mm-hmm. So you can teach. But it's just, yeah, it's just not like, I guess, going as as I planned for it to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to talk about what is causing your spiritual migraine so we can get to mm-hmm. the bottom of it and sort of break through. I pulled the card for you and the card that came up is card number 24 in the Kim deck, which is mm-hmm. tree of life, tree of life. Okay. Do you know what the tree of life is symbolic of? No, I don't. It's family. Family. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's family. That's interesting. It's very much so because this is where your spiritual migraine is coming from. All of this mm-hmm. judgment from the family. And mm-hmm. really oh, sounds really here. <laughs> yeah, that's and, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you're so caught up mm-hmm. in how your family sees you. Hmm. And not wanting to be looked at. Mm-hmm. Not wanting to be looked at as a failure. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you a question. Do your mm-hmm. family know the real you? Probably not. Not really. Yeah. They don't. Mm-mm. They don't know the real you. And why do you think? Well, before I get to that, mm-hmm. then how is that your family if they don't know the real you? Well, it gets a little complicated. <laughs> mm. So if they don't know the real you, Jasmine, who do they know? Who do they know? Well, um, they just, I guess they just know who the person is, just not really on the inside, I guess. And who is that person on the inside? I mean, I guess I'm working through all of that. Maybe I don't even kind of know. Because if they knew that person on the inside, Mm -hmm. everybody would run. Run? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's not who they know. Mhm. So, who is the person that is concerned and taking care of the person on the inside? Someone has to be concerned about that mm-hmm. person on the inside. Mhm. Well, that person should be me, I would think. Mhm. 
Yeah. And that person on the inside, why would you say your family would run from that person on the inside? Um, I'm not sure why they would run. They would run from that person on the inside because all of that wonderful, holier-than-thou stuff that they talk, Mm -hmm. you ain't Mm -hmm. about nothing that shit. You ain't about that life. (laughs) They would run from you. I'm not. Yeah. They would run from you. If they knew what you were thinking and some of the things that you do, they would run Uh from you. They would literally Mm -hmm. consider having you committed. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely true. Is that what you really think? Yeah, I I do think they, I think they already do kind of run from me now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because in the beginning you was like, oh no, why would they run from sweet little old me? (laughs) I oh, know, no. but when you when you put it like when you said that, then yeah, I can see that a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I want you to understand, and and I'm gonna tell you something. I'm 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 telling you something, of course, that is coming from spirit, but I'm telling you about my mm-hmm. own experience. Once I started mm-hmm. getting into knowing more about me, I think we kind mm-hmm. of. Um, exacerbate spirituality, but really getting into our spirituality, which is really about knowing who we are and understanding Mm -hmm. more about where we are. Yeah. I felt the same way you felt Mm -hmm. that my family, people who knew me would run from me if they knew. Mm -hmm. They would run. They found out, oh, my gosh, they ran. (laughs) They ran. They did. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling you all of this not from a place of judgment, from a Mm -hmm. place of love. Okay. I understand. (laughs) Because one thing is for sure, because you're thinking about running from you, too. Mm Mm-hmm. You leave the inner you abandoned. You will die on the inside and you'll become a shell. Mm -hmm. And I tell you this, Jasmine, because you're right at that crossroad. Mm -hmm. And you're attempting to abandon yourself. Hmm. That's true. When you're living for things and accomplishments, for titles and recognition, it's not worth mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You have to stay at home. You have to stay hmm. in your heart. You have to stay in your heart. Okay. That's what's stopping you from becoming a teacher. And you might mm-hmm. say, well, Miss Blue, I'm not understanding. Why? 
Mm-hmm. Why is that stopping me from being a teacher? And then I want you to question, do you really want to be a teacher? Do you really see yourself in a traditional classroom teaching? Mm-hmm. Do you? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I feel like that's what I want it to do, but maybe, maybe that's not what I should um, be doing. Maybe not. I would definitely say you are a teacher, but I think mm-hmm. what you're doing is trying to force yourself into a mold of teaching. And if you're mm-hmm. a little bit more free with who you are, there will be opportunities mm-hmm. for you to teach at maybe mm-hmm. a private school or a charter school mm-hmm. or start your own school. Yeah. You get it? Mm-hmm. I understand. Yep, I do. But right now you're trying to fit into everyone's idea of who Jasmine is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So here's a homework assignment to stop your spiritual migraine. Sit mm-hmm. down and write out how you see yourself teaching and what are some of the things that you want to teach the children in the classroom of where you are and what kind of environment you feel that should be because there is a school out there that exists. How do I know? Because you exist. hmm And you'll be surprised. You'll find that perfect medium between the two. Okay. All right? All right. (laughs) There you go. Well, peace and love to you. And it's so good. Welcome to Planet Remix. It's good to have you call in. Hold the line. Thank you. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Let's go to the next caller. Calling in from area code 5186. 5186, you're live on Planet Remix. Wait, 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 wait. 5186, you're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. 5186, going once. Yes, hello. Greetings. Who's on the line, please? Hello. Yes, hello. Miss Blue, Miss Blue is Kendra from Albany. Greetings. Greetings, Kendra. Do me a favor. Cut your computer speakers off or take me off speakerphone, please. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay, is that better? That is better. All right, let's take a look at what's causing your spiritual migraine. (laughs) Card number seven, gentleness and diplomacy, soft spots, and keys of life. Talk to me. What's going on, Kendra? Okay, so um, there's a lot going on, but I see it all, you know, aligning. I've been, you know... I've been everywhere I go. It's like little white feathers, so I know the angels are near and synchronicities. And um, a challenge came up where 
um, from something that I already graduated from. It was like another test, and um, which I passed it. So I know that everything is aligning. But the thing is with my career, I know I'm supposed to be a healer, but I just don't know how I'm supposed to get my feet wet, so to speak, in that in that um, in that arena. So that's what I'm working with. That's what I'm. That's what I'm struggling with. And I notice that I keep taking as as much progress as I make. I keep taking a step backwards too. Even though I take a step backward, I take two steps forward. Take another step right. back and two steps forward. So I I would just like to yeah. know what I need to do and what path do I need to take to kind of stop that flow and get more into a more consistent flow. Okay. I love the question, by the way. I love your words. <laughs> thank you. I love thank your you. Words. I absolutely love your words. Now, let's get into some real talk. Card number seven, gentleness and diplomacy, soft spots, keys of life. Tell me, Kendra, how do you know you're supposed to be a healer? Because you said that several times. I know I'm supposed to be a healer. It just it, it just clicks with me. You know, um even people have said like, you know, oh well, you know, you come around and I feel better and I'm like, I'm just being me. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know you were in a bad in a in a bad mood or whatever. It just you know, just different things just I'm so, I like so, to help so, people. So hold on. If you know that, why are you not healing? Because I don't, I know there's different types of healing. There are different types of healers, so I'm just not sure. And then I got a, um, I I received information for a holistic healer school, but I just didn't. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Stop right there for just a second. You said you know you're supposed to be a healer. And you know that there's different types of healers around, but you just aren't sure what kind of healer you're supposed to be. And I want to be very clear because we are not saying that you're not a healer at all. Everyone is a healer, but I'm not saying you're not a healer. But I want you to... I just, I just, why are you not clear on healing? Because healing is healing. So I'm trying to figure out, is it healing that's getting you caught up? Or what's getting you caught up is you're trying to figure out how to make money as a healer. So all you have to do is heal. See, because those are... Those are two different things, you know, as I learned in the school of business. Those are two different modalities happening. You said you go around people and they say, just you being here is healing me. But then you say, you know you're supposed to be a healer, but there's different types of healers. So it doesn't look like healing is the issue. That's not the spiritual migraine. The spiritual migraine is coming from how can I be a healer 
and make money as a healer. You want to be a healer that is making money. That's the issue, not the healing. Am I correct here? Yes, because at the end of the day, it's, I have to make money to support myself and my family. So if I'm not doing my so sole purpose in that lane, then... Your migraine is coming from you not being honest. Because you keep saying that healing is the problem. That is not the problem. It's coming from you not being honest. Can you see that? Healing is not the problem. It's my perception of how I'm looking at it. No, 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 no. Stay with me. Your migraine, your spiritual migraine is coming from you not being honest. And let me put this little caveat in there. There is nothing wrong if you want to make money. You just have to be honest about it. And you can't. So this card, gentleness and diplomacy. Soft spots and keys of life. The migraine is coming because you have poverty inside your consciousness. And there's a part of you that does not want to be honest that you don't have an issue with healing. Your issue is how do I make enough money being a healer? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that should be. I'm glad the light came on. But I'm going to tell you this. You're going to have to work and heal. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> don't, quit, don't quit that day job. <laughs> okay. Don't that's all, quit. That's, that's, that's what I need. Thank you. That's what I needed to know. Okay. I could, I could, mm-hmm. I could prepare for that. <laughs> And you tell them that you still work. I still work and do the remix. I got a real full-time job, and I do the remix. Don't quit your day job. Okay. Yeah. Be honest. Beautiful. <laughs> I do self-investment. I do the workshops. I do readings, I do healings, I do more than one thing. I do it all. Don't quit your day job. Stop trying to quit everything. And and, and can we stay here for a minute, Kendra, because you brought up a very powerful lesson, and I know it speaks to many, many that are listening, and they like you are getting some clarity and understanding. It's not that we can't do what we love. I think sometimes we romanticize this, you know, this is why we need this. We 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 need this 
spiritual migraine to really be brought to the forefront. Because we start romanticizing stuff. And it's like, if I'm conscious, if I'm awake or whatever you want to call it, and I'm a healer, then all I'm supposed to do is heal. And I want to quit everything in my life, including family, friends, and all that other good jazz. And all I want to do is focus on my spiritual growth, make me some money, cross my legs, and call it a damn day. And not saying that that's not possible. But this is what we would call is working your upper body. You all in your head. Have you seen the movie, The Green Hornet? You know how The Green Hornet, you have never seen The Green Hornet? The Green Hornet has a huge chest and he got those little itty bitty legs. He got a big chest, shoulders, everything is big. But then when it comes to those little teeny, 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 tiny legs, Because all he works on is the upper body. He don't work his legs. He don't do no leg work. That's the conscious community. They don't want to do no leg work. They only want to focus on the third eye pineal gland. That's it. Crown chakra. Quadriplegics. Everything (laughs) from there up. Your legs are the foundation. That's why I said we got to leave the woo-woo. But actually, we're not leaving the woo-woo. We are building a foundation to take it in for real. Yep, I get it. Not leaving the woo-woo, but building the root-root. That's right. There you go. You understand the revelation coming it's coming. You understand? You 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 know the revelation is coming from somebody who got a bum a ride. That somebody got to drive your ass around because you don't even have enough money to have a car. No foundation, not even an own car of your of your own. Where do they do that at? Mm-hmm. Work on your foundation. Work on that. So you can have something solid to stand on. It's kind of hard to try to travel the cosmos when your light's about to get cut off. Yeah. That's what I got for you, sweetie. Don't quit your day job. Don't quit your day job. Not right. only am I not quitting the day job, I'm about to see if I can get another one, <laughs> get a night job. And and still heal. How about that? You know what? I think that the universe is going to fix it where the jobs no. will be no. the... The universe is going to do what you put out. So I think you need to build a foundation and get some intention. And then the universe will respond like a mirror. The universe is a mirror. 
we not cast in stones into outer space. The universe is a cosmic mirror. See, we've got to get a better understanding of this because the world is changing. It's changing. It totally is. Look out, China. Seriously, because everything is made in China, even healing. Healing is made in China, believe it or not. And that's because they are solid with their foundation. You got to get solid and you got to work on your foundation. That's real talk. Work on that foundation. We're not casting stones out in the universe. You know what happens when something floats around in the universe? It floats out there forever. It doesn't come back to you. When, when things are lost out in the atmosphere, it doesn't come back. The universe is giving you what you put out. Set intentions. Work on your foundation. And that reflection will then come back. But the universe is not, is not setting your life up for you and you are the puppet and it's just carrying your ass along like you're Aladdin on the carpet ride. It don't work like that. Mm-hmm. All right. I know you got it. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much, Ms. Blue. I love you. I love you, too. So keep working, keep healing. Yes. <laughs> working and healing. There you go. Yes, Peace ma'am. and love. All right. <laughs> Beautiful. Let's go to the next caller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That part. 6265. 6265. Hello? Yes, hello. You're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hi, who's on the line? Diamond. It's Diamond. Greetings to you, Diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was just singing Rihanna's Shine Bright Like a Diamond. Y'all know we're not getting Riri back, right? Riri not making no more music. Really? Riri gone. No, Riri gone. Riri needs to make some more music. No, Riri says she in that fashion house. She done reincarnated in this world, and she is all about the couture. She's up there with the Givenchy's and Chanel's and Louis Vuitton, all of that. <laughs> no, I thought she was making them reggae. That's her hmm. thing. In my Drake voice, we going to see. <laughs> we going to see. Hey, Miss Blue. Hi, Diamond. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. My heart beats so fast right now. <laughs> That's right. She over there with that Fendi. That's where she at, Miss May. She with Fendi. Let's take a look. Tell everybody where you're calling from. Um, I'm calling from Cali. 
Okay, you're calling from Cali. I'm going back to Cali. 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 Yeah. It's a shame. Malik threw LL Cool J name in the pot. He done ratted him out. But that's another story. Anyway, yes, ma'am, you are calling from Cali. What part of Cali are you calling from? Hello? What happened? Her call must have dropped. No, ma'am, you are still there. You must have put yourself on mute by accident. She's a little excited. I guess we have to go. (laughs) I guess we have to go to the next caller, Diamond. No, Diamond's right here. I'm looking at Diamond. Diamond's probably over there talking. Diamond, oh, your phone hung up? Okay, Diamond. (laughs) Hold on, Diamond. Hold on, Diamond. Diamond said her phone hung up. Is your phone back, Diamond? Can you hear me? It still says you're on the line. So, Diamond, you're going to have to call back in. Let me see if I can find you on the board. Press um, 6265. I think this is Diamond. Let's see. Greetings. Is that you, Diamond? Yes, this is me. <laughs> okay, Diamond. And where where are you calling from? You're, you're Diamond all over the place. Hold on, y'all. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me now? Yes, ma'am. You're calling from Cali. What part of Cali? Yes. Well, I'm in Roland Heights. I'm like 30 minutes from LA. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. I live in the I, I live in the Chinese part right now. Mhm. Well, I'll tell you this. The card that came up for you is card number 17. Stone people detach fear and acquiring knowledge. Let's talk about your spiritual migraine. What's going on? Yes, I'm really kind of all over the place right now. Mm-hmm. As far as yeah. my relationships, as far as my career, as far as being there for myself and others, like, it's just so much going on. Yeah. Right now, it you know, you're drowning. You ever heard that song? I'm drowning. Not, 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 not. You know what I'm talking about? I'm drowning. No. You never heard it. It's probably my version of it that you never heard. But this is you being overwhelmed. Yes, I am definitely And this, this is you being overwhelmed by your emotions and yes. what's happening in your subconscious. Mhm. Let me ask you, Diamond. Do you have any children? No. Mm. <laughs> no. Well, well. I, you know, I mean, I'm just saying. What? <laughs> I'm just saying. What? I'm just. Uh, well, right now I'm on my I'm on my moon cycle right now. Okay, well that's good for you. I'm yeah. just telling you the possibilities. Oh, many God. have been on a moon cycle, and uh, many things have occurred. Um, 
I'm just telling you. I'm. T- I'm listen. What you want me to what? do? You want me to lie to you? <laughs> no, I want the truth. This Okay. Well, hey. So listen, couple of things for you to bring to the forefront. Number one, it is something you need to do, and you've heard this for a long. Not a no. I digress. You you heard this kind of in the opposite way a lot in your life. And number one is you've been told your whole life, try not to grow up too fast. Mm-hmm. And you did the complete opposite and you grew up fast, left home fast, did things fast. You know, that's you. You the fast girl. You the fast girl, correct? Yeah, uh, yeah. You the fast girl. And now I have to tell you something that is completely different than what everyone else in your life has been telling you. They've been telling you not to grow up. And I'm telling you, Diamond, it is time for your ass to grow up. Now it's time to move fast. You've been wanting to move fast all your life. It's time to do it. And all of those little cups that I see, because I see all of these little cups and boxes and uh, bags of all of these ideas and potions and things that you sit up in the middle of the night like a two-year-old child dreaming about, but you're not making moves on. Why? Uh, more so there. Um well, like, I'm a dancer, and, like, I've been with my partner for a year now, and I haven't even danced in front of him because of fear. Like, I haven't – I live in L.A., and I moved to L.A. to go out and dance, and I haven't been doing that as I should. Like, mm-hmm. and it's always so let me fear. ask you. Let yeah. me ask you a question. Stay right there. You haven't danced in front of him. So when you say dancer, and and, and listen – no judgment. Yeah. You don't have a pole in your house? No. No. <laughs> I do my studies. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm into dance and dance and, like, performance arts dance. That is a part of it. I'm not talking about strip club dancing. Is that what you thought? What, stripping? No, of course not. You know the brothers got that on lock. If you want to learn how to do pole dancing, you got to get a brother to teach you that. They, I mean, I mean, am I lying or not? Yeah, you so right. <laughs> That's yeah. who got to teach you that. But the reason I am saying to you about having a pole and learning how to do some of your dancing is because of these choreograph skills that you have that really require you need a pole to do it. Really? I've been looking at like wanting to take pole dancers too. Like I've been wanting to do that. And yeah. I've been trying to like develop my style for chore- chore- choreographing. And I'm just like in the mirror like and I'm doing all these like different like uh, sway movements, and it's more so like it would be on a pole. Thank you. So see, while they trying to come for me, Diamond, like I was trying to 
put you on a pole and, and y'all didn't know Diamond wanted to be on the pole, right? <laughs> she no, like, yeah. <laughs> yes, you know? No, <laughs> so, I say this to you because you kind of have this beautiful fusion of healing and working with scents and oils and all of these other things mixed with your dancing, and you need to do it. Why are you afraid to dance in front of your boyfriend? I don't know, Miss Blue. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just don't. Like, I have this fear of this. people judge me, and it's more so me judging myself. Of course. So you don't want to be a dancer then, because you do yeah, realize. No, that, no, you don't. No, you don't. Because if no, 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 you don't want to be a dancer. Because if you wanted to be a dancer, you would be dancing, especially in front of the people that you feel that support you. Right. So you Can telling tell me you? Something? Of course, absolutely. I'm listening. It's no coincidence why I bumped into Lorian Gibson. Mm. I bumped into Lorian Gibson last Saturday. And tell and everyone every, who that is for those who don't know. Lorian Gibson is a um, renowned choreographer. She danced with Diddy. She danced with Michael Jackson. She danced with uh, Nicki Minaj, Lady Gaga. And so I bumped into her Saturday, and she just gave me some advice on the dance industry. And then, like, ever since then, I've been studying her, and her story is so inspiring. It just made me want to yeah. get off my ass, get off my ass and go out there and dance. Like, it, it's, her story is so inspiring to me. And there's no coincidence why I bumped into her. No coincidence. Yeah, why don't you just dance? And if you want the world to see you dance, dance. But I would say for you, what the big holdup is, your card is stone people. This is your spiritual migraine. You're so detached and fear just kind of has you sort of stuck, but it's not the fear. It's about what comes after the fear that you're so stuck. And it's about you gaining more knowledge. Yeah. And you have to make yourself vulnerable. And that vulnerability has to start with you. We tend to think of vulnerability is us doing things for other people, but you have to become vulnerable to you. And you're not even vulnerable to you. I'm not. I want you to do a lot of mirror work. I see that mirror you got up there, that little mirror from yeah. Ross. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I dance in front of mirror, but yeah, more mirror work, like talking to myself with mantras. And dancing in front of yourself. Yeah. And dancing in front of yourself, you have to become vulnerable to you, but that vulnerability is being blocked and detached because there's a part of you that you don't want people to know. And again, 
This is about the old you. And that's the part you don't want people to know. Because to dance in front of people is for them to wonder, is this the diamond now or is this the old diamond? Mm. So I will tell you, as I tell some, not all, I got you covered. Thank you, Ms. Blue. You got to go dance. Yes. You got to get that pole. <laughs> you got to start coordinating your moves. You have to become vulnerable to all of you, the good, the bad, the ugly, because the person you were six years ago, eight years ago, nine years ago, you're not that person anymore. Mm-hmm. That's not who you are. And if anyone questions if that is you, then you show them by dancing that that's not you anymore. Mm-hmm. But you're covered. Thank you. You've done your work. You covered. I got you. I put you on the list. I got you. Thank you. I'm just tired of like I'm tired of not being happy. I'm tired of not being yeah. living in my purpose. I'm tired of just like Going about life without even caring. I'm just tired. I'm just yeah. ready to step into my power and dance and just live and love and be happy. That's it. That's all you got to do. And if someone brings up your past, you tell them that you're living a new life now. And that that old diamond is dead. She gone, but you're not sad because you've yeah. reincarnated to a better you. Yeah. Um. <sighs> yep. I got you. You covered. So you go in there, you get your man, and you dance, girl. Say, <laughs> so you want to see me dance? Miss Blue say I'm covered. I'm a dance. And tell him if his dancing is going to make him think some crazy thoughts, tell him he don't want to do that. Because you're not about that life. But you can right. dance. Exactly. You can dance. That's it. Right. That's when you tell him I can change your life. Let me dance for you and change your life, too, because he needs his life changed, because you can't be in a new life and have a man from an old world. So tell him, we're going to dance, and I'm going to change your life, and then we can do this thing together the way that keeps my dignity intact, 
the way that helps us build something together. Right. That's built on love. That's built on trust. Exactly. And on sacredness. Yeah. Right. You tell them you want a man, not a pimp. <laughs> oh, oh. You want a man, not a pimp. Yes, One ma'am. I'm having yeah. I'm having a difficulty with my relationship with a homegirl that's close to me. Like I don't know if like part of me is saying cut her off and then another part of me is saying try to work it out with her because I just feel like she she's like not being herself and she's kinda like jealous in a way of me. I don't know. I, maybe I'm assuming No No, you're one hundred you're one hundred percent right. Really? Yeah. And All I ask right. hold on, hold on. All I ask is to think about the times that you felt insecure and to think about the times that you were confused and that you were in pain. See, pain makes people react in a certain way. And if you want people to forget about your old life, sometimes we have to do that with people we say we love and we care about. And you have to give her a minute. Just give her some space, some time. Yeah. Okay. That's that's kind of the conclusion, conclusion I came to, just like, you know, distance myself a little bit from her. Maybe in the future, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. And one last thing. Yeah. No, no more getting high. No more, no more drinking. No more getting high of any sort. Okay. I want you to come back and listen to the show, Seven Reasons Why. Pick a number between one and seven. Focus on that energy for one month. Okay. And I promise you, it'll change your life. Oh, no. I've been telling myself to stop smoking because, like, I've just been getting distracted, not wanting to do the fucking work. I've just been, like, so out of it. And I have been, like, stopping, but then I start again, and I start again, start again. But, you know, you just confirm it. And this, this doesn't come from a place of judgment. It's because mm-hmm. energetically, this throws you off. Yeah. It do. Smoking takes you back to your old life. It do. It do. It brings yeah. up fear. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, it do. All right. Well, that's what I have for you, dear. There you go. Thank so nice you. talking to you, Diamond. Peace and love. Hold Thank the line. you. <laughs> you are so welcome. <laughs> Have a good evening. Hold the line. Thank you. Wow, powerful. Let's go to the next caller. Calling in from area code 3136. 3136, you're live on Planet Remix. 3136? Hmm. Going once, 
going twice because we can't hear you. Yeah, we're going to go to the next caller. 313 is scared. You there? Hello? Come back. Let's go to the next caller. Calling in from area code nine one seven four nine one seven four. You're live on Planet Remix. Please tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Greetings, Miss Blue. This is the key from Jersey. Hey, key from Jersey. Why are you Sorry, I'm just next to the baby. Um, yeah, just wanting to gain clarity on, um, on, I guess, my purpose and things like that and how I could, how to manifest them, um, just because I want to do so many different things like that and, uh, because I share a lot of the same passions. I know you're lying. We talking about spiritual migraines tonight. I know, Miss Blue. I know. <laughs> I'm messing with you, Key. I'm messing with you. Okay. <laughs> We're just gonna do the whole show. <laughs> They're gonna have to listen very closely to understand exactly what we're saying. You can talk loud. I don't. I don't want to talk loud because I don't want to wake up the baby. Don't don't even worry about it. Too late. Is it too late? Dang it! Mm-hmm. That's your fault, Key. You did that. All it's at last. All my fault. It's all my fault. Well, let's let's hey, talk about it. Oh, hey, sweetie. Oh. about your spiritual migraine, which I think you kind of know, right? A little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talked about it before, kind of. Some of this, which is sort of kind of moving you into your purpose, but really key, I'm going to tell you, um, you know, it's interesting. When I played the song, I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show, when I played the two songs, the first song was by the sister Rhapsody and the other sister um, Leaky, I think that's how she says her name. I played that song and I really didn't have a second song to play after the first song, right? Then all of a sudden, a spirit guide showed up and he was like, Miss Blue, I'm going to need you to play that ghetto boys. And I was like, no, yeah. I don't really think, I mean, I get the whole my mind's playing tricks on me, but I really don't. I really didn't know if I was, if that was the song, like I wouldn't have picked that song, but the spirit guy was like, I said, okay, so obviously you're here for somebody. We're going to play the song. So it turns out, Key, he was here for you. And he wanted to. I I expressed in the blue room because in the blue room, I'm a set in a foray, right? So I expressed that. I cannot stand that song because it brings back 
like fearful moments from my childhood because I never liked that video. And my brother was into, you know, Wu-Tang and all of that because he was seven years older than me. And, right. you know, he liked that and I could not stand it because it was just a gory video. And it was just like, it, it bothered me. Like it was bothersome to me, you know? Wow. So I was never, I've never you been a fan of that song. Or you video. cannot make this up. He told me to play that song. I didn't know for who. He said, hey, one of my peoples is here. I need you to kick that song. That song's going to do something. That song is going to cause a spiritual migraine to happen. And it did. Because this is what you deal with. You deal with your mind attempting to play tricks on you. We got to come out of the woo-woo a little. (coughs) Ooh, hold on. Oh, my whole throat chakra just, I don't even know where it went. Oh, my gosh. Key, <laughs> my goodness. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. You still at, you still at daddy's house, right? It's a lot going on, Miss Globe. Yeah, trying to figure it out. So here's oh, the thing. Yeah. Right now, your purpose is you. It's to focus on you and to work on building that foundation. I'm going to actually, the card that came up for you was card number 36 key, the goddess moot. And the goddess moot actually, here's the words um, connected. (laughs) Thank you, Phil. Here's the words connected to goddess moot. And it's Philip. I said Phil. But anyway, it is vulture, it is wisdom, and feminine energy. That's what it is. This is really all about a lot of your connection or therefore lack of your connection with your mother, with the feminine mm. energy. Wow. But you, yeah, ain't that deep? Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. So this is about you really tuning into that energy. The purpose for you at this particular moment is to make sure that you are in a state of what vultures do because vultures are birds of prey. And I want you to listen to me closely because prayer grounds you. Mm. And you need to be in a position of prayer. Believe it or not, praying is not something that is owned by Christianity, even though we tend to have been taught of praying that way. But prayer is really that act of grounding And you really need to work with the goddess Moot because she is the goddess to bring out that feminine side, that feminine energy. Did you know that when a group of vultures get together, it is called a wake? (laughs) Isn't that interesting? You said that before. 
Yeah, you remember me talking about that. So this is a group of vultures getting together. It's it's awake. And you have to begin to start building you a good prayer circle with women, with people who love and care for you so that you can get that nurturing from the feminine energy, the support from feminine energy so that you can begin to feel comfortable in expressing yourself fully. Okay. Wow. And you can pass that on to your child. But your focus right now is you. Your purpose is you. The rest will line themselves up. Everything else will come. Stop being in a rush. Take the time you need to tune in to get in a position of prayer so that you can begin to tap into your inner wisdom without distraction, without confusion. Yeah, I've, I've um, kind of developed a bit of a stigma around prayer. Um, mm-hmm. not, for, not for what anybody else has said, but from my experience. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of the things I prayed for, they came, and they didn't come how I thought they would come. You know, they just came, and they didn't wind up the way I thought they would wind up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just didn't go as as, smooth as I would have thought. So I was like, you know what? (laughs) I'm just going to take a step back and stop asking. In a sense, prayer is not about begging. It's about learning how to go within. Some people think setting intention is begging. That's not what that's for. Yeah, I I don't feel like it's begging. I don't, and I've heard that before. It's just why why when I ask for things to come, they you know what I'm saying? They come and. And and it's not like a, a pleasant way, you know, or right. sometimes, you know, sometimes. Because you're not clear about what you want. There's a difference mm. between okay. what we want and what we need. Right. That, and that's the that was my reasoning behind saying I don't pray, because I was like, you know, a lot of times what we need but is not what we want. Those are my exact yeah. words. It's still happening. Even though you stop praying, you still want things. They still happen, not the way you wanted them, because it's not what you But sometimes we have to explore those things that we want in order to get the things that we need. Mm -hmm. You don't have to call it praying You can call it what you like But as my daddy always told me 
if what you're doing is not working and someone else tells you another way, then what are you going to lose by trying it another way? Mm -hmm. Now, if what you're doing is working, keep doing it. But if it's not, you have to find another way. Because Mm -hmm. to say that I did this before and it didn't go well for me. Mm -hmm. When we were children, we did things as a child. But now that we're grown, we do things as an adult. Because the person that was praying before is not the same woman who will be praying now. Mm-hmm. But you still get to do it your way. Mm-hmm. Why would it, would it be accurate for me to say that I have so much confusion because of a lack of confidence? No, I I think that would be accurate, but I think a lot of your confusion is due to the fact Mm -hmm. that you don't want anyone to tell you anything and you have completely shut down your feminine brain and you are operating from a masculine point of view. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. That's why it's hard for you to change your habits. It's hard for you to stop doing what you think you know. And it's hard for you to adjust what you believe. Okay. 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 One more quick thing. Just was wondering why I'm experiencing a lot of lies from people. Everybody's lying to me. So I'm like, okay, I'm lying. What am I lying to myself about? There's something I've got to be missing because everybody's mm-hmm. just allowing lies to just pour all out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, wow. I've never well, experienced it from like so many different angles. You know what I mean? Well, two things is happening here. One, you have a different sense of awareness. And that. That awareness is really allowing you to see things differently. So it's not that they're lying to you. They're always the people they've always been. You're just in a different space to recognize what it is. Mm. That's number one. The other reason why they're lying to you is because you can't handle the truth. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Why? What? I, I don't even know how to respond to that. Yeah, you can't handle what the truth. What truth can I handle? What truth can I handle? You can't handle the truth about your life, the things you've done, what's happening. You can't handle any of that, but that's okay. Because we all are in a position sometimes where we can't handle things. All right, so I'm learning how to handle it. That's right. No, you're not learning how 
to not handle it. Right now you're refusing. You are still in a state of resisting. And that's why it's so tough. Because you're fighting. You think life is supposed to be a battle, a fight. And often you say, yeah, yeah, you're fighting. What I say. Mm -hmm. Uh And I'm going to give you an example because you are in a sense of denial with yourself. And it's okay. I promise you. I'm here for all of you. I am. You know I love you, Kay. I really do. You're an amazing sister. This is what I called you for, though. Yeah. This is what I've been looking for. So, spill. How long ago did your father ask you to come and stay with him? How long ago was that? Um, he never. Well, I mean, when I was a child, yeah, and I and I said no. So, how many years has it been? Oh, uh, I would say it's been, you know. 20, about 20, a little less than 20 years, something like that. I mean, I can't really. Yeah. But around there, you know, I was about 10 or something. Yeah. Took you about 20 years to make the decision you made just recently. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, by your own admission, um, there it is, that part. That's big facts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you take that and apply it to how you live your life, this is why things don't mm-hmm. go where you want. Just take that just take that scenario and just explode it. That's your life. Wow. Huh. Yeah, cuz what happened was, you know, they were in a, a custody battle my mom and him, so Yes, that's all fluff. fluff. And then what you have to stop doing is blaming your mother. You have to. It is just shutting you down so much and causing you so much. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I really just don't. I don't know. I tried to surrender and all that good stuff and Try to heal, try to talk, therapy. Will you name it? Yeah, you tried to do you tried to do all of these things to change your mother, not to change you. You can't go to therapy for someone else. You no. can't surrender for someone else. No yeah, but I was doing that to try to get through what I experienced with her. Not necessarily mm-hmm. to change her because... Of course she was. No, no, no. No, no, no. See, remember, remember the story about your friends lying to you? Uh-huh. Don't lie to me. Of course you blamed your mother. You as a child, who else are you going to blame? Yourself? Blame her for when you stay over or not going back Once again, Key.
It's up to you. Whenever you want to come out of denial, and don't get me wrong, denial is a powerful place to be. Our ancestors in ancient Egypt signified how powerful the Nile River is. But if you read the myths, if you read the stories, you would understand that there was a lot of stories that took you back to the Nile River. In fact, the story of Osiris and Set, and depending on if you were looking pre-dynastic or after pre-dynastic times, it tells about him being chopped up and placed inside of a log and dumped into the the Nile River. That symbolism is about how we can stay in denial. Mm. And the person that helped him get out of the Nile was Aset. Interesting. You call yourself Aset. And if you want these spiritual migraines to stop, you have to go like offset and pull all of those pieces out of the Nile River and come out of denial. And that's what I have for you. So peace and love. Hold the line. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Kiss the baby for me. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. A hundred and eighty degrees of magic. Spiritual migraines. I think it's safe to say that no matter who we are, no matter where we come from matter what we call ourselves or our social class or our background, our mothers, our fathers, that we are in a place of great awakening and a place where we have to really begin to start doing a 180 and really looking at those things that have more to do with the foundation of who we are and being rooted in that, then perhaps maybe staying in a state of confusion. It can be a simple choice. I I, I think it can be a simple choice once we understand what it is and why we're having sort of these spiritual migraines and, and what really is at the, at the root of it. I know one thing for sure that (laughs) It's a beautiful time to be alive. And everything that we can do to live life to its fullest 
to its greatest capacity to be on purpose. Because I think more than even really understanding our purpose is being on purpose. You know, being in the place of being on purpose. And so when you look yourself in the mirror and you ask yourself the question about why you did something or why you didn't do something, you can simply say to yourself, I did it on purpose. I did it on purpose. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't a mistake. It wasn't a misstep. It was done on purpose. These spiritual migraines, they may come. It may come, hmm, I don't know, like it may come very hard. For some. But I know we're about that work here. We're about really advancing ourselves and helping and loving one another. And I know that we're going to do that. We're going to do that. Mm hmm. We're going to do that. <laughs> we are definitely going to do that do it to our best of our ability I am excited about all the things to come I wish you all love and um, yeah yeah I wish you all love all that good stuff we have the workshop coming up I am so excited about it I really am and about all the sisters that will be attending, and also you brothers that will be getting together soon with Brother Bilal and putting in that putting in that work, you know, that work that we so love to do. Uh, sisters will be in that space of vulnerability. We'll be working with some magical brushes and some cosmic mirrors and all of those things that is a part of my first love that has to do with fashion and beauty and how we can begin to start enhancing that to bring out what is on the inside and bring that true transformation out into the world. Yeah. So I'm going to leave you guys with that as we get ready to get out of here. Peace and love to each and every single one of you. Don't forget to like and subscribe and to download, download, download. And if the show has blessed you, that you will pass it on. Yeah, you'll pass it on to someone. Someone who understands that love is the only thing for Israel. That's true. <laughs> Had an amazing time tonight, you guys, as always. Oh, Mantra, my debut film is smashing successfully. Send me your highest sign. Oh, yes, Philip.
this is common. When we wash our pain away, we say, Oh my Lord. When we can't make it through the day, we pray, Oh my Lord. Is it that Walking with the Lord, I see footprints. My mama always told me use my good sense. Common always looking for the good sense. Since we all got good in our essence. In the hood sense, we all good anyway. That's why you always hear another dollar another day. I see the day as a new beginning, moving other people, moving other women to get the earth spinning in the right direction. Movie of life sometimes might protect act scenes that don't seem serene. I like Palo Santo, put on Love Supreme and get into the being of the great I am. That's when I get to seeing just how great I am. Many, many times from mistakes I ran, but I'm just a cake. Let me bake, goddamn. I pray I don't mistake my man, and whenever I fall or face, I land in perfection. Resurrection in the mirror seven, that's God's reflection, reflecting on my aggression, on my progression, on my obsession. There's a lesson in not feeling less than to see your life itself as a blessing. When we wash all our pain away, we say, Oh my Lord. When we The jubilee of a new of me, giving my enemies something new to see. My community, they be fueling me in the struggle of us. There's a unity, the moral universe, they schooling me. Will the king of kings really ruling me? I'm an instrument, stay in tune with me. This orchestrated by Kareem Samoa booming me. If Agape had a cupid, she'd be shooting me. This rap here is fierce eulogy. Escape rooms with glasses of wine. Just another crutch for my brokenness. A term that I got from my therapist. As a black man, I feel I should be sharing this. In the hood, they say we crazy and we derelict. But we need it for our kids and our marriages. The old folks say we don't do that. But taking care of self is the new black. Unconventional ways, unconditional ways. Meditation, mindfulness, it's just giving the praise. I'm in a phase, all I see is victory. You on that wave, then come and get with me. I don't want what's meant for me. And say the things that sent to me. In penitentiary, I met the most enlightened. Finding the losses, heaven's excitement. I write with a force of a kid that wanted to be in the source. But that changed the course. I maintained the source that became a boss. I apologize if I came across a judgmental or self-righteous. Cause then you, I see it's like when we can't make it through the day, we pray, oh my Lord. Is the past coming to my face? 